I'm very libertarian. I don't care. You know, everybody do what you want. But there was one guy when I, you know, would walk near him on the mat. You know, we're all like watching the instructor show some technique. Like, this is how you do this thing. And I'd be standing next to him. And I was like, did you just like crawl out of a bong? Like, you smell like a skunk. You know, like you reek of weed. You know, like, and, and, and maybe a little bit of body odor. You know, it's like, dude, what, what, you know, what are you, that's not cool. You know, so he was, I definitely wouldn't roll with that guy. He was using his own stench to keep his opponents on their toes. Yes, indeed. Episode 473. It's a podcast. I'm Mike and... Soy James. Bienvenue, James. Is that right? Gracias. (laughs) De nada. Oh yeah, we need to talk about... uh... Spanish stuff. We do. You were in my Spanish class, weren't, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> with with uh, Professor Neuverhalten? <laughs> Professora. Professora. Neuverhalten. See, you're, look, you're already better in Spanish than I am. <laughs> <laughs> From the one Spanish 101 class that we took. La Professora. Near the end of our time in architecture school because we both had, mm. we were like a credit or two short that semester. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we completed all of our like these are these are your electives that you have to take. Like right. They're electives, but you can only take these. The required electives, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are requi- required to take so many credits out of this bucket of credits that's slightly yeah. larger than the required amount. That is construction or engineering yeah. or architecture related. Yeah. Yep. So, so that, yeah, I've been... That, um, you've been learning, huh? Working on... What's, what? Yeah, I got the Duolingo app. Duolingo. Yeah. That means two and, languages. Okay. I I guess. Um there's a they have a lot of languages on there that you can learn, but um Isn't that already found, Spanish? Like isn't that kind of uh uh weighted toward towards teaching you Spanish, but it's any language? Or is it just well, Spanish? There's, there's they have Italian, Russian, yeah, uh, German. Okay. Yeah. So Japanese. it's like it's like that other uh series uh, that teaches it's you like, what's that thing called? It's like Rosetta, Rosetta Stone. Stone yeah. Or, yeah. Babel. There's a whole bunch of them. Babel. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Tower of Babel. Yeah. Also babbling. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Just how this podcast is probably going to be. Hey, but, there uh, you go. The <laughs> babbling through history. <laughs> you know what? That might be it, dude. That that may be the title for the history podcast. Well, babbling through. Actually, so, something of that. Something of that nature. You know, like uh, mumbling through history, or yeah. you know, poorly. Something, something like self-deprecating on the history podcast, so it's, you know, I ha- it's understood I ha- that. I had a thought. It wasn't babbling through history. That the, the I, I like that one for one maybe, that just came up organically in the moment. Yeah, but or uh, dabbling in history, maybe. I don't know. Well, so I was thinking about this randomly while doing something mundane like washing the dishes or folding laundry, like or taking a shower or, or dump. This is that's usually when my best thinking occurs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mid-dump yeah (laughs) mid-dump eureka i was just like what 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 the hell 
I've got it. <laughs> a light bulb, a light bulb went off under my butt <laughs> the other day, and I thought about this thing that was so cool. <laughs> That's called a hemorrhoid, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hemorrhoid lit up mike your hemorrhoids flashing what does that mean Uh, (laughs) i have an idea (laughs) i had to go i had to go um back to the dermatologist after i had just been there because my other doc my regular doctor didn't like the look of something but it was like Uh it was like where my butt cheek meets my leg like way down there like taint Uh adjacent why would you have why would you have skin cancer down there that's what that's what I was like, hey, dude. Like, I'm, literally I been sunning myself in that area. Literally you know? has never seen the sun. Yeah. Well, I do like to go to the tanning beds and uh, you know you get, I, get everything. I went to a tanning bed once, and that's something that never needs to be repeated on my skin. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad. You're experience. definitely you're definitely meant for like <laughs> European. Northern European climates. Uh huh. Yeah, I have all of those genes dominating. None of the Mediterranean genes. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, there's a mole, and uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, but it's in like it's in like one of those. It's like you know in a crevice. So like, <laughs> you know, the dermatologist who was looking for that stuff, like you know, he might not have seen it, kind of a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go, I'll go have him look at it. He went and looked at. It, he's like, no, nah, it's nothing. <laughs> It's like a freckle or something. Some old, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, great, thanks. That cost me what seventy five dollars. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it would cut, like the dermatologist would charge you like an extra ten bucks based on the location. Like but, normally, it would be this. Well, and that's you what know, I, I like. I walked in there. Well, there was or, a. I had to look at a butthole, so you know. <laughs> well, that was the thing is. Is is I'm I'm sitting in there and he comes in and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but doctor, you know doctor so-and-so and the guy like they're they're like second cousins or something they're they're related <laughs> the two yeah. doctors i'm like your freaking cousin like did you know he it's it's him dude you're looking at my butt because it's him because of him don't don't it's blame me I'm, I'm really sorry i i, I didn't want to come <laughs> here he made me you know uh-huh. I'm, i apologize and he he laughed and he thought that was funny and he's he's looking and he's like i don't see anything he's like you have a hemorrhoid but <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I always have a head, right? I'm sure. Like, I just don't always, you know, can't always tell. I'm blessed yeah. with a uh, with a uh, unpainful, unitchy hemorrhoids. Um, <laughs> so that was a, a long way to get to that. So yeah, it's but I'm fine. It's nothing. Uh, <laughs> and it helps you. It helps you with good ideas. Apparently, that's right. Ding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So I was thinking, doing mundane things, and thinking, and and thinking about um, your history podcast that you want to do. And we were trying to come up with a name. And what was the crazy name that we came up with? Gosh, we, I really need to start writing this stuff down. Well, I've written it, it down, like, so don't worry. I thought it was, wasn't it like, it was can, can of, or? no, it was, well, that was the last one, but originally it was can of worms, colon, can, a of, bunch worms. Of, other stuff. can of worms, a history podcast or something. But there was a whole um, bunch of stuff that went along with it anyway. But I, I like, Babbling through history or dabbling in history. Yeah. Okay, well wait, um, wait, I've got more for you. But wait, there's okay. more. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was thinking about the whole like like calling it like dustbin of history. Okay. You know, just playing with those words, like something sure. of history, right? And mm-hmm. um yeah. and so I looked that up. Like where did, was that Reagan that said that? And and 
well, he said, "Well, yeah, it was ash heap right? of Soviet history." Union. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's talking about the Soviet Union, yeah, right? On the ash heap of history. Um, sure. But somebody else had said, you know, dust bin, dust heap, trash heap. There's like all kinds of versions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that uh, that because it because Reagan said it like the ash heap. Maybe we should use ash heap. And then and then the you know the hemorrhoid lit up. <laughs> and I thought, oh, ash holes of history. Oh God. I, yeah, I like it, but I don't know. I don't know. If well, we can, I don't know. There, I looked. I looked it up, and it's available. Though there already is a podcast called just the Ash Holes, the Ash Holes podcast. Guess it what it's about? Hole, the Ash Holes, Ash Holes of history. Uh, it could be a, a play on words where we always smoke cigars while we talk about history. Well, then that's what the Ash Holes podcast is. It's a cigar podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Ashholes of History be, is available. I, wanted, I want the name. Uh, I want the, I wanted to have kind of a zingy, like, you know, uh, funny name, but not too funny and not too offensive. Like, I, I wanted to be clever, but also not, you know, uh, the kind of thing that if a kid listened to the podcast and, you know, uh, told their parents about it, it would be okay still. <laughs> like, I. I I, I I was very interested, or I had an assignment to to write a paper on Napoleon, so I listened to this Ash Ash Holes of History podcast. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, which oh, which reminds me, uh, General Petraeus was on the news. I guess he's uh, he's he's still alive. Started to re- re- rehabilitate his image after his downfall, and uh, he was on CNN, I think. Uh, you know, as a talking head, you know how they always have like former generals like telling them why this is happening, uh-huh. or why this is a problem or not a problem. And uh, usually, former generals with really bad ideas on CNN. Yeah. So Petraeus said something. He said uh, regarding the Russian army, and he's like, "Well, sometimes uh, quantity has a quality all its own, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like that son of a bitch." You know, he, 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 he just, he just quoted Napoleon without saying as Napoleon said, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's a, uh, that's a direct quote from Napoleon, huh? Yeah. I mean, he tried to pass it off as his own scholarly. Yeah. It's not like it's a scholarly moment, but I I feel like if you're going to say something that Napoleon said in, in, in the context of war, uh, that is, you know, a truism. You don't, know what I mean? Like it's a and maybe he just thought everybody knew that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, but if I were, you know, if I were to mention that, like in the context of like, oh, this, you know, what's going on in this country with the with the war going on, you know, I I would naturally say, you know, yeah, I I couldn't say that without attributing it credit to, to Napoleon yeah. for for that very clever and true, uh, you know, Ism. remark. Is <laughs> true. I was very, I was, it was like, General Petraeus, you've, de- uh, you've disappointed us again. Yet again. Your, yeah. <laughs> yet again. It was a little bit of a pretty, a pretty mild one, but I was like, come on, man, try to rehabil- rehabilitate your, your image a little bit here. So, yeah. So yeah, the dustbin of history or Ashel's history or babbling, babbling about history. 
maybe babbling about history or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll keep thinking. Yeah. We got, we got some time. I'm not, I'm sure I'm not going to have this. I, I guess I basically have a year to figure out, like get, it, it actually make this thing happen. Uh, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll try to work on it. Try to work on it. You're going to have to help me, man. I don't, I don't know anything about podcasting other than listening to them. And I know there's like, I'll have to get some equipment, right? I'll have to get some, some better stuff, uh, like a good microphone and all that jazz. Yeah. You're going to you're, yeah, you're, you're to teach me. Well, I was going to say, if you're, if you're, if you're only going to be you on one yeah. end of an internet conversation with other people, then you only need one microphone. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need right. to. You don't need four I, I don't, like I end up ended up with. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe you can buy some off of me. Hmm. May, well, maybe. Okay. Yeah, can, <laughs> or I'll just give them to be you because <laughs> um, I'm not using at least them. one. You know, yeah. to start off with. I don't sure. think I'm going to have interviews with. I'm not going to have anybody coming over to the house. I don't think to talk history. And if I I do, I'll figure something out. Um, They're but, like yeah. ninety five dollars. Then you got to so, buy the, um, the arm. If you don't want to have to hold onto it or lean over right. onto it, you know, like some people have those weird little stands that sit on their table. A, it takes up table mm-hmm. space right in front of you. And B, you kind of have to, you can't really move your head around. Like, but this thing I can, you know, I'm moving it around and blah, 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 you know, I'm like, I yeah. can, I can move I as gonna... much as I can in the chair <laughs> if yeah. I need to. I don't, I won't, I, I'm just trying to think like what, um, and these arms aren't that expensive. Are... They're like 30 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 yeah. bucks on Amazon. So there, there are a lot of history podcasts, you know, yeah. a lot of ground has been covered, you know, so I'm just I'm going to, you know, if I, I'm just going to have to figure out, you know, what, what I want to cover. Yeah. Hey, you just re- um, reminded me of something. There are also a lot of books about history, um, most of which you have on your Audible, right? Like almost all of them, all of the books on history I, that have ever been written. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few. Okay. Um, so. I just happened to see this like within the last week or two or so. Um, I don't know who this person is. This is on Twitter. There's some guy named Jarrett Stepman. He's, he's a blue check. I don't know what he does, but he, I, I guess, I guess he does something with history. And somebody asked him, uh, what is the Stepman top 10 history book list of all time? And he answered and listed yeah, them. And so I want to see how many of these you've read. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. You're going to be like, oh no, I haven't. Or that you've, or that you've heard of. Yeah. Okay. So I think that counts too. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go backwards from ten to one, or forwards from one to ten? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. I have to scroll down. Uh, number ten, Novus Ordo Seclorum, the intellectual origins okay. of the Constitution by Forrest McDonald. Nope. Okay. Never read that. You might need to send me this list though. That, that would if that's I will you know I would love to I would love to be able to go all right yeah I'm, I'm checked these are recommended well, history books that and that's the other thing like if you haven't read them then you probably want to if they're on this guy's top yeah. ten uh, number sure. nine Andrew Jackson in the course of American freedom Empire democracy by Robert Remini um, oh, oh this is he says this I, is really I, three books but I had to include them it's a trilogy I I don't. I don't think I no. I haven't read that book, but I I'm halfway through an Andrew Jackson book right now. Okay, <laughs> a, a biography of Andrew Jackson. So I don't think that's the book. Um, if I had, you know, I'm yeah. So no, no, but I'm 
I'm doing some Andrew Jackson okay. these days. Very interesting guy. Founding father and all. Is this American history? Uh, or... No, this is all over the place. Okay, go on. Um, number eight. Admiral of the Ocean Sea, colon, A Life of Christopher Columbus by Samuel E. Morrison. Nope. <laughs> I'm striking out here. Wow, you got a lot of reading to do. Yeah. <laughs> number seven. I'm sure you have, You, I guarantee you've read this because you, you've talked about it. <laughs> History of the Peloponnesian War by Thucydides. Uh, I, I, I might have that on Audible. I, I um, you talked about it enough. There's no way that you didn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have that one. I've, um, Yay! <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me look at my Audible real quick. I, <laughs> I, I think I have that. I'm, I'm like 90 percent certain that was uh, one of the books on the Peloponnesian War. It, he's yeah, he was there. You know. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Awesome. Um, yep, that's one of my books. Number it's six. Kind of. Kind of important because he was there. Oh yeah, yeah. First hand account can't beat that, right? Yeah, he was he was there during the beginning, and then he messed up, or he wasn't like the, the, the Athenians. He was an Athenian general slash admiral, and uh, I guess he lost a battle or you know something, and you know they they would actually kill the generals sometimes, like execute them if they were really bad, and he got banished or something. I guess he is is, uh, but then he you know afterwards he because uh, it was a thirty year long war. Anyway, go on. I'm Was sorry, that like when on. they 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 leave the water or they touch the water or something? Something about the dead bodies? Oh, like, yeah, it wasn't him though. No, okay. yeah, like if you, it was very important that you retrieve um, retrieve Ret- the bodies, retrieve the bodies from the water, right? Okay. Yeah, and there was a one, and they executed a bunch of generals because uh, they the, didn't the, do that. in a sea in a sea battle. They were like, we got to get out of here, and they left all the all the dudes. They didn't recover. <laughs> they they booked the, and. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and didn't perform their uh, all their duties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I, that one, that one, I've, I've done. Okay. Next one, number seven. Here's another thing with with the history podcast. I'm gonna have to actually get books, like physical books, so you can because to, in order to make notes and t- tab, like put you know little uh-huh. post its and you know with, like so I can go and find my references. Because, but I I really like Audible though because you know you're in the car. Yeah, it's very. Well, you're out. Yeah. You're 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 running or you're working out or whatever. You can kind of pick I, up some stuff. I kind of feel the same way. Um, I like physical books, and I like to like if it's a book that I really like, I'll buy it, or I know I'm gonna like yeah. it, and, and I'm gonna want to read it more than once. I'll buy. I'll try to find like a hardcover first edition. Yeah. You know, you and, should uh, you should definitely get a thousand years of of uh, annoying, annoying the, the French. French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really it's it's a very funny book. Okay, but okay. So anyway, so we're on. What was that? Number four or number? We're up to number six. Okay, the Second World Wars by Victor Davis Hanson. I have not done that, but I know who Victor Davis Hanson is, and I listen to him a lot. Like I, I watch a lot of YouTube stuff um, when he's talking about history. God, a lot of these authors so, have three names. I guess that's to you know, I guess you have to do that to make sure that they know you're the you're the the guy with that first name and last name and not the, some other guy. With yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a few Victor Hansen's yeah. running around. Uh, number five, right. Albion's seed by David Hackett Fisher. Somebody was talking to me about that book. See, you've heard what's of it. it. What's it about? Uh, yeah, it says, what's it about? Deep dive of the four British folkways that formed the early U S cultural analysis 
sometimes goes too far to the point of diminishing ideas, statesmanship, but this is as good as it gets in analyzing the American Cultural Foundation. Yeah, I've heard of that book. I haven't done so it. So it's how, like, the I've definitely heard of it. British culture, you know, transformed into early American culture because they were all Brits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, actually, uh, I was listening to the Martyr Maid podcast, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. history podcast. I think he had mentioned that book. Okay, number four, Empire of the Summer Moon by S.C. Gwynn. Nope, I have no idea. What's that about? Uh, brutal Comanche Empire and the last great war chief, uh, Quana Parker. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, number three, Special Providence by Walter Russell Mead. Another three-namer. Nope. Uh, insightful, insightful historical analysis of American FP. Foreign policy, I guess. And, and the four dominant schools of thought. Jeffersonian, Hamilton, Wilsonian, and Jacksonian. Yep, that sounds like a good book. <laughs> Wilson was Wilson was the worst president ever. Yeah, even even yeah yeah even probably worse. Is that why him. is that why nobody names their kid Woodrow anymore? Uh, no, a lot of people like him, and a lot of especially <laughs> like uh, diplomats. Uh, you know the 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 quote unquote uh, deep state. Yeah. Uh, people in the State Department, that kind of that whole gang, like they, you know, the Woodrow Wilson Center is like a think tank in D.C. That you know, on foreign policy stuff. Um, but he was uh, anyway. I won't go into that because I, I, I would need to have my my ducks in a row to describe it, and I, I can't right now. You would need to. Uh, so I wouldn't do a very good job. I wouldn't do a very good job of like, well, here's why Woodrow Wilson's the worst president ever. Um, so go go on. Okay. So what's next? Number two, Promised Land Crusader State by Walter McDougall. Nope. About America's about? dual nature as a promised land and sometimes crusader state in foreign policy. This this sounds like this guy is an American history guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, although one. although he had the Peloponnesian War in there, so. Yeah, and world wars and. Yeah. Um, Comanche stuff but that's america it's american history um and world war ii we kind of had a little little bit part in that war there's the <laughs> christopher columbus that's not necessarily american but yeah but that's how you closely yeah, related no, it is yeah. american history in a way i mean like you know obviously it is you don't have a, yeah and it's also so, anyway, yeah, it sounds like this guy is yeah, like okay. very focused on american history or at least he, right, so his favorite books are happen to be more about american history yeah you want, so number one number one the forge of you a, what? You have a drum roll sound? Oh, that's uh, all right. Go on. Nice. The forge of Christendom: the end of days and the epic rise of the West by Tom Holland. What Spider Man? Yeah, kind of no, young Tom, to be writing I, a history book. Yeah, no, I've heard I've <laughs> heard of Tom Holland. I think I'm following Tom Holland on Facebook. The other Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the one who Not writes the history books. Yeah, <laughs> not um, the not the goofy young guy who goes on talk shows and accidentally uh, spills the spoilers that he's not supposed to talk about. Right. <laughs> he's fun to watch because you're like, well, is he going to stick his foot in his mouth again? <laughs> yeah, he's in a pretty good. Uh, he was in a uh, a pretty good movie um, with the guy that plays Thor. Uh, what's uh, uh, the Hemsworth? Hemsworth, yeah, Chris. They're, so it's Thor and Spider Man. 
but they're, but they're in not a different movie together. And, and yeah, it's, it's uh, not a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a it's a movie about the events that inspired uh, Moby Dick. And apparently there was a white whale. Oh, and they were like stranded on the, the like the what what was left of the ship. At, yeah, you know, they were the, in the one whale of the, was one attacking of the them, and yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the little you know whaling boats that they would. Yeah, and um, so you saw that it was pretty good. No, I didn't see it, but I remember. Uh, I know what it is. Oh, it's it's a good one. It's it's one you should like. I mean, it's not like oh, you, everyone has to watch this movie or anything, but it's a good one. It's it's definitely worth. Uh, it's entertaining and it's interesting and it's good. And they're both they both have kind of like a uh, you know they're both they're what he's English uh, Tom Holland's English and, mm-hmm. and Hemsworth is Australian, Australian. and they're both doing a a, a pretty good um, New England accent. Oh, <laughs> like a Mena, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of pat, not not over <laughs> they're not overdoing it but it's passable like it's <laughs> old yeah. turd floods out an Nantucket. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah they're doing it better than you just did right like sure. like for real <laughs> like the how it yeah. actually sounds not the not the yeah. joke yeah. version of it sure yeah okay so it's a good movie hey should oh, we that's a good list. you need to send me that list yeah i will um i'll post it on the i'll send it to you so i i scored pretty poorly right i've, I've I, you only uh, read one yeah, but you'd heard I, of a few I, of them, or or, or yeah, at least the and, authors. And, and yeah, Victor David Hansen and uh, that guy Tom Holland. I think I I either I think I got him on Facebook and uh, maybe on Twitter. Um, but I don't. He doesn't. Tom that guy Tom Holland doesn't post a lot of stuff. Uh, but every once in a while, like he'll pop up, and I'll be like, "Who's this?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's, oh, it's oh, a history guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what else? Uh, is it time for news? Sure. What's in the news? Thanks for asking, James. Uh, how about some uh, funny news headlines? You want to do that? Sure. Uh, let's see. Pride flag switches to infrared spectrum after running out of visible colors. <laughs> Is that no? Are you serious? <laughs> well, these are these Is are that... news headlines on a news website. <laughs> for like that's it's not like a Babylon Bee or the Onion. No, it is or, the Babylon Bee. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, it's the onion. It's it's the it's like the onion, but funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Babylon Bee. Let's see. <laughs> Exhausted guardian angel wishes toddler would chill for a minute. <laughs> Biden signs. Don't say gas, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, gas finally went back under four dollars a gallon. It was three ninety nine. Yeah. 0.9. <laughs> Joe Biden walks back claim that Hunter Biden is his son. Uh, Jen Psaki. Oh, he, would, he wouldn't. He doesn't walk anything back. He, no, he just uh, he has people for he that. He just blatantly says, I never said that. You're like, dude, you totally said that. <laughs> or he, like, he just that. he just says crazy things. And then he has a whole room of people that come out and say that he didn't say that or he meant something else yeah but the other day i I try not to watch a lot of (laughs) i try not to watch a lot of the news now because it just (laughs) makes me want to take a hostage um hey hey there was something the other day were you you old enough to to know what living through the jimmy carter presidency was like (laughs) because if you weren't now you know what it was like uh sorry go ahead yeah sort of yeah at least jimmy jimmy carter at least kind of had his you know he he wasn't 
At least he knew how to farm uh, peanuts. This other guy doesn't know it, how to do anything else. He was, yeah, he wasn't, uh, no, I think, yeah. He was in the military, right? He was in the Navy. Yeah, he was, he was a smart guy. He is a smart guy still. I mean, I don't, he, he was a terrible president, but I think he was, broadly speaking, he was probably very well-intentioned. You know what I mean? Like, also somewhat a victim of circumstance, but you know, a lot of that is you know, his response to the circumstance well, wasn't good either. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, right? Like uh, I think when they were questioning him, uh, when the Islamic Re- revolution happened, there was like a reporter who, you know, was basically questioning about like, you know, how the, uh, the Iranians sort of had a sort of a, a you know, they, they, like we had replaced their elected you know, our CIA went in and took out their, uh, the guy they had elected back in the fifties or whatever. And, and, uh, inst- basically installed the Shah. Like we, yeah. we did that. And, uh, some reporter when that, ha- when the, uh, it, uh, the, the, the hostage crisis was going on or maybe, maybe before when the Islamic revolution was starting, um, asked him about it. Right. And he was like, that's ancient history or something. He said something like, oh, we're not going to concern ourselves with, you know, ancient history or that's in the past or whatever. It's like, dude, that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> right? Like, if you imagine like if something, you know, something happened during the Clinton administration and someone's like, well, you know, you know, we, uh, you know, we did this and the, and the current president's like, yeah, but that's like ancient history. Right? We, we don't even right. talk about that. That was the nineties. Like, that was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's, that's all the way last. That's last, you know, that's still last century. And like, so last millennia. Uh, the people the, the, that's like Lame. literally the people in this country that we pissed off. Like they all still remember that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's <laughs> not, it's not ancient history. That's, you know, so that's kind of a, a weird thing. I thought I was like, I thought he was smarter than that. But I guess he was, you know, that's what happens when you're shooting from the hip, right? Somebody gives you a tough question. And you're, you're not prepared. You know, I thought they had a system in place so that those tough questions didn't sneak through. Like they give them, uh, they give them all the questions along with photos of the of the reporter, so he knows what they look like. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. You know, I was a little kid when that happened. Oh, I'm right? talking about I now. Remember hearing about it? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm I'm running inside the cigar store for a minute because um, my lighter ran out of fluid. So, but, yeah. um So what else is in the news? Uh, Anything else? Uh, one more funny headline. You'll appreciate this. Okay. Dad with stomach flu pens last will and testament on bathroom floor. Okay. That's like when, when it's coming out both ends. Wah, wah. How about real news? <laughs> I thought yeah, it was funny. Well, you, maybe you have to be looking at the, the photo of a guy lying, you know, uh, on the floor yeah, next okay. to a toilet. Well, if, uh, <laughs> I can. Um, so there's a thing like it's like the onion or the Babylon Bee. It's called the duffel blog like a duffel bag. So yeah. It's like the duffel blog and it's a military version of that. And there's some really funny ones. There's one where it's like an out, uh, an outgoing company commander is giving his like, you know, his change of command speech as he's leaving, leaving command. It's really funny. And yeah. Oh, here we, we go. Time, maybe I'll... Number, number one headline on the duffel blog, U S service members forbidden from playing Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that duffel blog is really funny. Um, April Fools, Russia admits it may have gone too far in friendly prank on Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Um we find I'll find the, the duffel blog one that I um because there's some it might be one of those things though where uh you know that it, it's not gonna be as funny 
for people who aren't in the army. Well, that yeah, but, uh, I'm I'm kind of having trouble screening through these to find ones that I understand the humor in. Shuffle blog. Okay, so um, like you you've talked before about how the air force air force guys are kind of coddled, like they're, yeah, <laughs> like they they yeah. have the best cafeterias and and dorms and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Hundreds dead after Air Force dining facility runs out of truffles wagyu beef. Yeah, <laughs> see that one I got, but but only because you told yeah. me. Yeah. Um, let's see, truffle blog, uh, just a change of command. Let's see if I can find it. The military upset real war is distracting from possible war. <laughs> There's one change of command part leads to change of boxers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, see that one. Report. <laughs> These are just like the headlines. Yeah. Report. Sun to be in your eyes during change of command. Like it's, you know, like a generals conduct change of command in Afghanistan. Outgo- oh, here it is. The, the headline is outgoing company commander, colon, I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> the following is a transcript of outgoing company commander captain vince miller's change of command speech good morning good morning everyone i normally begin with our unit motto but after two and a half years of starting every meeting and discussion with it i just don't think i can stomach it anymore so i'll say good morning like a normal human being let's see i should probably thank my battalion commander for the opportunity to command this company over the last two years in both combat and garrison but i think i'd rather go out into the parking lot and key his car for saddling me with the greatest collection of idiots, malingerers, and criminals that have ever walked the face of the earth. <laughs> you notice my wife and daughter aren't here sitting in the audience today. That's because Sheila left me six months ago when I had to skip our 10th anniversary trip to Jamaica so I could come in on Sunday for unit PT since one of you dipshits decided to go out and get his third DUI. Let's see. Um, I'll skip to... I'm not seeing see, any, any of the ones you're finding. <laughs> Uh, do any of you morons, this is one speech. Oh. Do any of you morons have any clue how much paperwork it causes when you blow your sad little heads off? <laughs> at least have the courtesy to go AWOL first. But for fuck's sake, don't come back for at least 30 days so I can drop you off my books and let someone else deal with the meat sack of failure that is your existence. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. So in closing, I'll just go to that part. So in closing, let me say this. Thank you for the countless weekends I lost with my daughters because I had to deal with your trivial bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for the two suicide investigations that forced me to cancel training events I'd planned for almost a year. And most importantly, thank you for the dishonesty, poor accountability, and outright theft of almost $2 million in equipment, which is why I won't be receiving another paycheck until February. May God smite you with all the power of a thousand sons and your souls be con- condemned to hell for eternity. And to the incoming commander, good luck. God bless. God bless you for making such a ter- such terrible life choices. There's a bottle of scotch in the third drawer of my desk. You're going to need it. I hate you all. It's my favorite one. Having been a company commander, I, uh, yeah. Not that not that my time was like that, but I get it. You know, because you're supposed to be like, oh, you know, Charlie Company was the greatest company, and we, you know, it's, it, you know, it's that's funny to me. That's very funny. Segways allowed in new Air Force fitness test. Why well, they really hit the Air Force hard on this? Yeah, they, they they mess with the Air Force quite a bit. Absolute psycho brought everything on the packing list. Yeah, general indifferent, indifferent, general indifference assumes command of Afghan war effort. 
<laughs> Taliban seizes five billion in abandoned American PowerPoint slides. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's they do our, a lot of PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's all. I, that's I do PowerPoint that's every do. single day. <laughs> that's not all I do, but it's uh, that's how I. That's how we communicate stuff. You know, like this is what's happening. You do and, short presentations you know. with slides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, I had to do a slide the other day for something called the uh, Defense Support and Stabilization uh, for the new incoming general. Uh, and I just did a little one slide thing and I you know, took it to the boss, to the, to the colonel I work for. And he was like, uh, sir, can I get an azimuth check on this? You know, is this what you, cause what you'll do is they'll, they'll be like, Hey, I need you to put a uh, slide together for this thing, for this general. Uh, all right. You know, and you're not given a lot of guidance. You're just expected to kind of, what does a general need to know? What does a four-star general need to know about this? So you're like, let me just put some together. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only, but it needs to really like, it needs to be like really short. And the, the wave tops, like what are the big important things? Because you can't, general doesn't have time to, to, you know, to to get into the the little tiny tiny details of something. You know, like, what, so it's it's a skill, right? To to present something on one page in in large font, <laughs> big <laughs> big bullet. Like you need to know about this thing. It's very important. You know, this thing we're working on, and you, you need to care about it. So, yeah, it's all PowerPoint. How about some some actual news? Okay, actual news. There is a building in Philadelphia that is uh it's been sitting like abandoned for a long time and uh uh-huh. it's got some fame very famous graffiti on it that may be going away because it, now it's there's are finally plans to turn it into a, a Marriott and some other stuff. But um mm-hmm. the <laughs> it is known because of the giant graffiti that is on multiple sides of the building, it is known as the Boner Forever Building. <laughs> One side of the building says uh, "Forever Boner," and it's the word "forever" spelled out in "boner." And then the other side, it says "Boner," and then they the, didn't number, do the number four. No, that, that's what no, the other side it? is. It's "boner," the number four, and then "ever." And it's a. Uh, hang on a second. The Boner Forever and Forever Boner tags are the bold work of two different graffiti artists, Boner and Forever, who collaborated to give the building a place in Philadelphia's urban lore well beyond its years of occupancy. Are they going to leave it Leave it like oh, that no. when they turn it into a hotel? I, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah, as much as the tags are beloved symbols... On Broad Street, they don't appear to be part of the preservation effort. You can still buy pins, keychains, magnets, and stickers that commemorate the graffiti. Wow. Yeah. yeah um, such such class. Hang on, though. Uh, let's see. Designed by architect William Harold Lee, uh, constructed between 1926 and 1933 as home to the National Bank of North Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Um, so the company that the developer that's going to do mm-hmm. this is and I'm not kidding the Wankawala organization I'm sure it's so, pronounced Wankawala but it's it's wank awala it, it sounds like wank wanka koala or something like, <laughs> it sounds rather dirty wankawala wankawala with your boner forever yeah do I have to bleep go. any of that Perfect. I don't think so I don't know I think I'm skating on the edge it's your though. podcast you bleep what you want to bleep. oh um speaking of bleeping or, or uh and i guess i'll jump into the 
jujitsu thing. Yeah, go for bit, it. But just a, fu- a funny thing is, uh, the uh, there's so I'm in this jujitsu over forty uh, group on Facebook, and they'll they'll in the group like it's jujitsu, right? So you're talking about like I did this choke, like I choked somebody, or I did this, you know, whatever. And Facebook will like go go after people in the group because they're like, you are not. Uh, you're talking about choking people that's wrong or whatever, like the algorithm or like whatever. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, and so like, they have to like write the word choke with like a zero in it or something, you know, it's like ridiculous. Like we're talking about like, that's, a, that's part of, of the activity. You know, it's not a, we're, we're not advocating going out and, you know, doing violence to the, the general public, you know, well, it's, it's these social media stupid. companies just need to give up trying they, their algorithms never work. Right. They just need to give up trying to police people's speech and just let things go crazy and, you know, only I mean, do the like the really if, bad, like the death threats and stuff like that and just kick people yeah, off. But just like, like you know, how, do America how do their lawyers the not just come up with like a nice, or whatever? you know, a nice paragraph for when you sign up that says you, you can't do the stuff. And if you do, we're going to kick you off. But everything else is go you know, you're, you're, you're good to go with everything else. And if anybody gets and you're not allowed to be offended. And, and we're not going to, we're not going to do anything. If you just get offended at something that somebody else says, you're, you're agreeing to not care about being offended. If you, if you just click, grow up. click here. Yeah. Just, so, just grow the fuck up. You know what? If you don't like it, just don't <laughs> like people used to do group. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, be, it's just funny that, like, don't a, be a weak little group. bully who wants to go around telling everybody to stop doing things that you don't like. Cause yeah. that's not how life yeah. works. It's just, it's just insane though, like, you know, that it's to that level where, where a, a group that is just, is all the only, the only thing that group does is talk about jujitsu. Right. And if you put Which the word choke. a lot in, of choke. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if there's like a, a, a masturbation group that where they, you know, they use the phrase choking the chicken a lot. Like, are they going to get flagged? I don't know. Or if you're in a, in a, in a basketball, a basketball fan group and you say like, you know, the guy choked. Or yeah, uh, any sport, on free throws. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who, who freaking knows? But appar- apparently, they don't like us talking about choking people, which is all you know. <laughs> not, it's not all it is, but it's a big part of jujitsu is choking people. <laughs> so, so are you, were, is there any any other news? No, I think that's it. I, I, I know. I did. Were you going to tell okay. another tell us another jujitsu story or some other kind of story? Oh well, I think I was going to mention just some of the things about. Uh, I think I previously had mentioned about being like, it's mostly just uh, being sweaty and being oh, yeah. in, in uncomfortable positions. D- does this involve uh, a story? At, at though? Best. Uh, no, not, not really a story so much as I was just going to explain the, the hygiene okay. aspects. So um, here we go with so like jujitsu uh, hygiene and you brought to you by it's more burger. of a, yeah, it's, it's a nonfiction <laughs> uh, how to, <laughs> story it's an instructable sure this is what not to do so yeah or <laughs> i'll just i'll tell yeah what not to do so what not to do is have stinky breath and a stinky sweaty body when you're about to roll around on the mat with somebody so you want to um, be you want to be cleaned and brushed mm-hmm. and deodorized and and uh, mouth washed up Yes, actually, people do uh, keep like mouthwash in their car and stuff. Like, I, I just have gum. Mm-hmm. Make sure I have like some sort of minty, fresh or cinnamon uh, gum. Maybe some Altoids that might help too. Yeah, I'm yeah. more of a gum person, gum. Yeah. but um, I think that that's good for freshening your breath if you have some minty. 
gum. I can't do gum. Like, uh, I want to swallow it. Like, I can't just chew well, on something in my mouth without swallowing it. Yeah. But yeah so, so I mean, mainly, you know, <laughs> if you could brush your teeth right before jujitsu, you could do that. You know, some sort of breath freshening <laughs> protocol prior to uh, going into and, and doing jujitsu. I mean, as much as it's about like hurt, like trying to make someone submit and you know choking them or putting their arm in a painful position, uh, but you want to have fresh breath when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you, one would not want to be offensive while you're you're straddling their face with your crotch and bending bending your the the, the crook of your knee behind their head uh, to make them tap. Does that happen? Be offensive. Does that happen a lot? Yes. The straddling of the face with the uh, crotch. Uh, yeah. Well, it it, do, it does it, happen. It does happen. Uh, like, yes. Yes. You know. Um. So yeah, yeah, that that happens. But um. So they're like, you know, you want to be, you don't want to have a, uh, you know, when I get home after jujitsu, I I immediately throw my gi into the wash, um, and everything I'm wearing in the wash because it's you know gross and sweaty and. You know, I've been rolling on on a mat that while they do put disinfectant on the mat between classes and, you know, pe- your people are expected to, to be clean and wash their geese. You can pick up, uh, you know, fungus and, you know, there's other things like MRSA or you can get bacterial infections in your skin. So people wear rash guards and, you know, try to be careful. Um, rash guards? Yeah, like a like you might wear like a, when they do no gi jujitsu, which is just like shorts and a t shirt. Okay, it's, uh, there's certain certain types of uh, like clingy, uh, like a like a like a almost like a spandexy kind of like shirt that you wear. Maybe sometimes with long sleeves, so you have less skin on skin contact, less, less skin on mat contact. Um, so maybe your feet and your hands are the only things that are in your your face. Okay, you know because you get smushed into the mat. You know, somebody's got your head. <laughs> you know, grab your head and your they're pushing you into the mat, but, um, but I, there was one guy in the last year that he, he disappeared, which I'm glad. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm very libertarian. I don't care. You know, everybody do what you want, but there was one guy when I, you know, would walk near him on the mat, you know, we're all like watching the instructor show some technique, like this, is how you do this thing. And I'd be standing next to him. And I was like, did you just like crawl out of a bong? Like you, <laughs> smell like a skunk you know like you reek of weed you know like and 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 maybe a little bit of body odor you know it's like dude what what you know what are you that's not cool you know so he was i definitely wouldn't roll with that guy he was using his own stench to keep his opponents on their toes yes indeed and and i think and i i I have there's there's like this guy uh he owns a jujitsu place in kentucky i think it's called um Derby City Jiu-Jitsu or something, and uh, he he goes by Chewy. That's his like you know his uh, like his real name. But so he has a a, a, a thing on uh, YouTube called Chu Jitsu, like Chew, Chewy, and it's got like a kind of a Wookie uh, a Wookie in the emblem, like a Wookie head, uh-huh. and it's like Chu Jitsu. But he was talking about somebody was asking about hygiene stuff or whatever. And I guess there was a time early in his uh, MMA and uh, jiu-jitsu career where he was talking about how he might, he might, during, before a competition, kind of not bathe. <laughs> <laughs> like, he said, he's like, I don't do that anymore. You know, I think it was wrong. But early on, he might, like, 
come in a little stinky so that, you know, you're, you're doing some move and your armpit goes into somebody's face, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's alarming, you know, but that, that goes to the, uh, the Ron Swanson pyramid and was it pyramid of greatness or that's pyramid it. of excellence? Pyramid of greatness. Pyramid yeah. of great. Yeah. And that's what it's like smack dab in the center of the pyramid. Almost. It's, uh, yeah, it's right in the middle of the third row from the bottom. B.O. Cultivating your manly musk keeps your opponents on their toes. Yeah. So I guess it's, you know, it can't hurt, but I mean, if you're going to, the thing is, is like, you, you know, just like, um, when you're practicing with somebody, right. You're not, you, you don't want to actually, you know, crank a, a, a Kimura or, you know, choke them in a way like you're, you're obviously doing the technique, certain techniques that you don't, you don't do to the maximum with maximum speed and force. You kind of slowly, you slowly do them. So they're, so they have an opportunity to, to tap before, you know, you, you rip their shoulder out of its socket. Um, <laughs> so you don't want to hurt your, you don't want to permanently injure your partner, your training partners, because then you don't have any training partners and no one wants, no one will want to practice with you. So you, so you do, you know, you are kind of like, you do care about the other people that you're, that you're working with. I mean, you want to get them, you know, you want to, you want to, you know, you want to defeat them and, and you know, win the, the, the role. But, uh, you know, I, I, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be a stinky, smelly guy, or you don't want to be that guy that always hurts people. Uh, I mean, there's always going to be, there's, like I said, there's pain and discomfort in jujitsu, but you don't want to be that guy that is known for like just ripping, ripping techniques that are going to like, that are going to permanently injure people. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want to stink, you know, otherwise no one, you're not going to have anybody to practice with. So, oh, my earbuds just gave me the uh, alarm signal. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how much time How much time do we have? Uh, we still have, like, 15 more minutes. Uh, I, think, I think these will last for 15 minutes. Well, just take, take one Hopefully. of them out. Only use one and put the other one in the case and get it charging. Oh. Will that work? I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. It should. Let's see. Okay. I'll give it a shot. All right, I'm taking one out. Usually when I take one out. Like it, it pauses. It, yeah. Yeah. You take it out. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All right. I got one in the charger. Awesome. I got one charging. All right. So, um, do I sound any different no. with one earbud or? I don't think so. Okay. Now They're... I can hear the, the music, the, uh, the radio playing in the background and it's an O'Reilly auto parts ad. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> All right, so I, I'm trying to think of what else uh, story time wise in jujitsu, and you know, and, and I'm I'm terrible at it, right? Like I think I said before in the last podcast <laughs> that um, I'm I, I'm just so yeah. So it's funny, but you're like, you're whole, you're way better than the people who are just starting out. I, you know what? I would not I would not even say way better. Just right? that one that's guy, just, that, that's, that's yeah. Well, that one guy again. I, I probably weighed <laughs> seventy pounds more than him. Um. Yeah, but someone someone like that guy's size, if they're good, could just toy with me. You know what I mean? Right. They, especially someone who's like, um, there's certain, so there's certain techniques that are more uh, attribute, not attribute based, but someone who has certain physical attributes are going to be better at doing certain things. Like, uh, like people like I think that have long skinny legs uh, are better at doing triangles, which is like where you get an arm in the person's head and you wrap your legs around their. Um, around their head and one arm and you squeeze and that you get the submission that way. People have oh, like, wow. 
long, lanky legs can throw the throw a triangle on somebody really easy. Whereas I have, you know, I'm a little bit thicker and have thicker legs, and I have to work really hard to to set a triangle to like get it tight around somebody's you can't arm just in their head. Fling your legs into just a triangle it on like there. instantly. Yeah, so, yeah, right. So someone like that that guy that I was talking about in the last podcast, that skinny guy. Um, if he was, you know, if he was good, you he, he could have to take the exact same guy that's, you know, he's been practicing for a long time. He could, he could maybe just wrap his legs around me like instantly because he just has, he's young. He has the mobility to move his hips and his legs. And then he, his, his attributes allow him to do that technique more easily. So, you know, but I, I'm, I'm better than someone who doesn't do jujitsu or someone who just, just started a couple weeks ago. That's about it though. I'm, I'm pretty bad. I'm just heavy. You know, I, there's a couple guys that I've um, rolled with at this gym that that are like 280, you know, close to 300 pounds, mm-hmm. and they just get on top of you, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, like it's over. And I'm trying to do like some escape. <laughs> I'm trying to escape. Well, you get to practice all your escape out. moves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except I, I don't have any moves, right? I'm, I'm I'm I barely know any moves, right? I'm still very limited in my knowledge. And even if I know the move, I'm not good at executing the move, right? Like, okay, I have to think, okay, I got to put my feet closer to my butt. And I need to get an underhook under this guy's arm. And then I need to bridge and shrimp out, you know, and I'm thinking, uh, uh-huh. you're right? not, it's kind of you, one of those things where yeah, you're, if you're thinking about like step one, I'm going to, the guy's smashing you into the mat and you're like, uh, uh, uh. you're supposed so, to be able to do it on instinct, not without thinking. Right. Yeah, or at least like you think I need to escape and I'm going to escape this way, you know, whatever. But but I have to go step one, mm-hmm. move my feet here. <laughs> step two, you know, by that time, I'm it's the over. guy's got yeah. my arm. He's, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm tapping and I'm like, you know, or he, the guy rolls me over and starts choking me or something, you know. But one thing is uh, another reason I want to be under uh, 220 pounds. I think it's too, maybe the, the limit is too whatever weight class, right? So there's the, the weight classes in jujitsu. It goes up to like 220, uh, 225 maybe. Anything above that is unlimited. So uh-huh. if you're above two, whatever that 222, 225, whatever that is, if you're above that, you're going to go up against people who weigh whatever. Yeah. Three, four, five hundred so, pounds. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, 300 pound dude or, you know. But if you're. There's a lot of 300 Right. If you're 219, then you're at the then, top of Then you're at the class. top of the weight class then and you get to crush everybody. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think I'd like to be in even one weight class lower. You know, if I was like I don't know what um I don't know something around the 190s I guess would be ideal. But but just rolling around with people like usually there's just a group of people and they're, you know, they're broadly I don't know, I'm bigger than most people, but there's always like one one to five people in practice that you know like i'll look and i'll be like all right i guess i'll i guess i'll try try that guy even though he's a monster human being he's like six five and 280 pounds oh and he's a blue belt so he's he's actually fairly good you know he knows what he's doing and i'm like yeah I'll, just get, I'll give it a try you know how bad could it be and then you're like the next then five minutes later your face is getting smashed in, into the mat <laughs> Or you're just under him. You're just under somebody. So that that's that's kind of what I did to that guy the other day. That I was like the, the skinny guy. I just like laid on him. <laughs> I just I just 
I just, I, I, he was on top of me by like by design. Like I wanted him to, I put him in my guard and then I, I did a sweep and I was on top of him and I'm like, smush. I just smushed him. Yeah. So example, it's fun, man, you should do it. Yeah. Example. You're exemplifying the, uh, pyramid of greatness, uh, element of yeah. stillness. Don't waste energy wor- uh, moving unless necessary. Yeah. Well, that's also a part of it, right? Like <laughs> you can really wear yourself out, um, by like struggling, you yeah. know, if someone's on top of you, you can, you know, you're like, if you're just constantly working to get out from underneath them or you're fighting really hard, you know, there's part of it is also just how to be relaxed, you know, in, 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 in that, um, and, you know, control your breathing and you've got some dude that's on top of you, that's smushing you and, and maintaining your composure and just maybe just defending enough where he's, he's uh, having a hard time actually like grabbing your arms or doing anything because if you're patient, you can just absorb the, the, the being smashed and maybe they, they get, they actually get bored. They're like, well, I gotta, I can't get this guy. I'm going to go try this other thing. And that, that's when you can escape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you make it difficult for them to, to, to get you to the point where they got to try something else other than just smashing you. You know what I mean? Like if you keep your elbows in, like they're on top of you and you got your elbows in and you're, you're just sort of like, you call it framing. And you're, you're sort of, you just sort of put like parts of your body in, in um, between you and them, like your knee or your elbows, you, you know, you're, you're creating these things that they call frames. And so if you can do that and survive for a while, they, they may, ha- they may just see that they're not getting anything and they got to try something else. And they, they go to do some other technique and that's, you know, that's when they're like, they've let up on you a little bit to go move in a different way. And then that's like when you can scooch out, it's called shrimping. And, uh, <laughs> You know, like a, you move like a little shrimp, right? You're on your sure. side and you kind of your, your butt and hips, yeah, scooch out. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. That's the story, I guess. That there's, I guess the the moral of the story is uh, don't be stinky. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody wants to. You keep, you won't have anybody to practice with. People will avoid you, or they might just straight up talk to you and be like, "You stink, dude. You're you get you know, you don't come here stinking." Yeah, wash your so, wash your ghee and wash yourself. Your ghee. <laughs> and brush your teeth. Yeah. And brush <laughs> your teeth. I mean it's it's not just the, the stinkiness is one thing, but being dirty is, yeah. is obviously the problem because you can give somebody, you know, athlete's face, right? Or ringworm. Oh. Uh, with, yeah. I know I'm really selling the jujitsu thing here, right? <laughs> Mike, you should do it. It's great. It's you you're <laughs> constantly put in discomfort. You might have a hard time breathing. You can catch fungus or or bacterial infections <laughs> awesome it's totally awesome yeah like the best is when somebody's on top of you and they're sweating and you're like struggling and you're you're gasping for breath and they sweat right into your in your mouth no oh. or your eyeball does vomiting the- like constitute tapping out do you actually have to like hit your hand on the <laughs> mat <laughs> it's amazing though what you'll what you'll like realize is happening to you. Like something like somebody like sweating and it's like drip right in your eye and in your mind, in your mind, you're like, Oh my God, right? you're, you, there's that part of you that just goes, Ew, you know, gross. Uh-huh. But you're also struggling to not get destroyed. So you just keep going. Yeah. You know, try not to think like, about like I've had my, I've had my finger like, you know, bent the wrong way, but, but I'm attacking and I, I'm still going to like try to get this guy. And then, you know, after the practice is over, I'm like, Oh God, my finger, what did I, you know, <laughs> but at the time while it was happening, 
it's just like, well, my finger got bent the wrong way. I'm just going to keep going. You know, I'm not going to, that'll hurt later. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, the, the whole, like somebody's sweating right here. And this specifically did happen to me a long time ago. I remember I was just starting and some guy who's hot and this guy's just dripping with sweat. It just went right into my eye. And I'm like, what the hell am I, you know, what's going to happen? Is this like, is this a way to get pink eye? What's going on? <laughs> Do I need to go to the doctor after this? <laughs> yeah, this is pre-COVID, you know, that's another thing. Like I haven't had COVID or at least I haven't been diagnosed. I've, I've been sick a couple of times. Like when it first started, I got really sick. So I may have had it then, but, uh, you know, I've, I've, every every nearly everybody on my team has caught covid while while uh, i've been with them and i'm like one of the few guys that ha- ha- hasn't gotten it and uh i'm like i if you were if you wanted to try to get covid i I've, I've basically been doing all the right things you know like yeah. it's a pandemic but i'm going to roll around with 10 people uh in an hour <laughs> You know, and then oh, at the end of practice, everybody like high fives. There's like a little line thing that's kind of a traditional jujitsu thing at the end of practice. Everybody's lines up and the kind of like, the snakes around and like so you just high five like fifty people, fifty sweaty you know, people. And, yeah, yeah, and and um, we've all been you know, breathing so like the, in, the in a room I, together. The first thing I do, yeah, the first thing I do when I get home is I immediately shower and I have like this anti anti uh, microbial soap that's for grapplers. And uh, that's for it's what called defense for grapplers for like wrestlers and, oh, and, okay. and jujitsu. You know, it's got um, tea tree oil and it's supposed to you know keep uh, it's supposed to prevent you know bacteria and fungus uh, you know infection. So I, I'm very um, so one side effect of jujitsu is I'm a lot cleaner probably. I mean not <laughs> remarkably cleaner. It's not like I didn't shower before, but like some days I might shower twice. You know, in a mm-hmm. day, you know, I might shower in the morning before I go to work and then. When I get home, you know, after jujitsu, I got to shower immediately. So I use that antifungal, antibacterial soap. How so, many how many geese do you have? Do you have like a one that's in the oh, wash and one that's clean? Now. Yeah, I have three. I have three. Yeah, now. wow. So I'm all in. Yeah, I've got a white one. I got a blue one. And I got a black one. The color doesn't matter. It's just no, the, be- the belt with, color uh, matters. Yeah, the belt color matters. But there's guys with like green ones. They sell all kinds of crazy ones. There's some there's some girls in the class. They have like pink ones. Can and, you get uh, one with like rhinestones on it? No, no. I'm just grind the rhinestone that. into somebody's face. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you can't like you can't wear a watch. You can't you know there's jewelry. jewelry. Right. I do see I do see some some of the women. And I see like every once in a while I'll catch catch I'll look at a woman. And I'll be like she's got earrings on. That's a bad. That's bad. Like so yeah. that's bad know, for her, not, not for the loop. opponent. Yeah, I mean, you could get, you know, somebody's thumb or finger could get caught and, you know. Yep. So you want to avoid all that. Um, so now all like of a sudden you have watch. three earlobes. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got, um, oh, that reminds me, right? So in, uh, so you know in Brazil, right, it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, like, if you ever looked at, like, grapplers, like wrestlers or uh, uh, jiu-jitsu or MMA guys, like, a lot of them have what's called cauliflower ear. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I've you know ever seen a about? real life version of it. No. Yeah, you could just like Google it and look at just cauliflower But <laughs> is it as, well, is it, it as it gross as the cartoons look. that I saw when I was a kid made it out to be? Yeah, where it, it looked like an actual gross. cauliflower. Yeah, it's it's a thing, right? So 
if you get like you get your ear damaged the, the cartilage in your ear the, the skin separates the fluid goes in there and then like if you don't like drain it or deal with it you go to a doctor or whatever Ew, you gross. can get a yeah. really gnarly looking ear right like a, yep. just a it's just a dis- disfigurement but it's uh, just all puffy and lumpy apparently in brazil and maybe other places but i, I remember specifically it was mentioned in brazil like there are guys who don't do jujitsu and don't fight and aren't fighters, but they'll they'll purposely give themselves cauliflower ear so that it, you look they look dangerous. Right? If you if you're gonna get if you're in a bar, right, and you, you some you know you you get snippy with somebody and they're you know there's a, a, something's about to happen and you're like oh I'm gonna get this guy and this you know and but you look then you get a good look at him and you're like this guy's got freaking gnarly cauliflower ears like you know that he trains in fighting yeah right. Or he's he's done wrestling or jujitsu or some kind of MMA like he's got messed up ears, you know, or maybe rugby, right? Who knows, right? But some kind of guy's a physical, he's a fighter, right? So like if so, people are actually giving themselves cauliflower without being like not training in, in martial arts or fighting, just to have that look. So they look tough. <laughs> so they like people won't mess with them, huh? Which is crazy. Yeah, that seems <laughs> you know? seems kind of stupid. Yeah, but this is this happens um, a lot in Brazil. You're saying? I think I think it's some. Yeah, I think so. Or it's, I remember reading something about that. But I, I mean, I, I think people may be doing that. Period. Right? People are. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's it's true, right? There was a guy um, when I went over uh, when I was over in Bahrain. This Marine Corps. It was a Marine Corps task force, and uh, this major picked us up uh, from the airfield to take us over the the, the Navy base, and. Uh, you know, one, you know, looking at it, he's a big dude. He's like, you know, I can't remember his name, but he's a big guy. And I, one of his ears was just destroyed. It was just a big gnarly cauliflower ear. And I was like, are you, are you a wrestler? And he's like, yeah, I wrestled in college. Like, okay. <laughs> you just know, like, you know, but he's a big freaking dude. I was like, I would never mess with that guy. You know, like I would not want to fight that guy because he's huge. And he obviously, you know, has been, you know, he's been training in some sort of, thing that will hurt me <laughs> yeah if you want to look like a tough guy just uh, smash your ear up real good and no one will mess with you <laughs> are there kits you can buy on the internet you know what i don't know but maybe i bet i bet if you looked it up like how to give yourself cauliflower ear or something i bet there's probably some some reddit thing or somebody's like giving advice on how to how to do how to give yourself cauliflower ear you know i mean i, you, I could just punch you in the ear a bunch of times and i'm sure that would how to you give know, yourself it, cauliflower ear. Oh, there's a YouTube video. You, is there really? Oh my god. <laughs> oh gross. Yeah. So people are people do, do want to listen to this do video. That, so. It's only three minutes uh, long. If you haven't seen my cauliflower ear video, go ahead and check it out here. The audio sucks, so you have to turn it up a bit, but sue me. After posting that video, I got a lot of comments from people asking how to get cauliflower ear and expressing how they want cauliflower ear. I didn't want to make this video at first because I personally feel that if you can avoid getting cauliflower ear, you can prevent it, then you should. The injury, deformity, it's permanent and it can cause a lot of pain, but it's fucked.
shit up anyway. First things first, you're gonna have to gather up everything that's going to prevent you from getting cauliflower ear. Syringes, girlfriends, more specifically, headgear. You're gonna wanna embrace the pain that is coming your way and all that these things are doing is just preventing you from being great. Their only purpose is to help you maintain those soft ass ears, so throw them out. You don't need that type of negativity in your life. The next step, you're gonna have to change up the way that you roll and train. Everything that you do should involve your head and the ear you want destroyed. Use that noggin and concentrate on using that ear as a form of control. You should be diving head first into things like triangles, arm triangles, scarf, case of katami, anything that's gonna get all this trapped in the middle of some tight hole of somebody's E, you're gonna wanna go ahead and Get on in there. Be sure to tell your training partners to try and squeeze your head off. For some reason, your ears aren't in pain after this, just rinse and repeat. You'll know your ear is well on its way to cauliflower when it gets really hot and it's super sensitive to the touch. I remember when mine broke, it felt like, you know, when you you, uh, you pop your ear by pinching your nose, it kind of felt like that and right afterwards, it just got really hot and I could just feel the throbbing. Also, during the um, the healing process, when I would shake my head, I could actually feel the, uh, the blood inside shaking around, so. There's that. Now for those that aren't back in the gym and aren't training, but still wanna to try to get cauliflower ear during this quarantine period, there are still some things that you can do. You can take a gi, a rough gi if you have one, like I have this corral gi that feels like sandpaper at this moment compared to my other gis, but you know, you just wanna take it, start digging away at it. Oh, this sucks. You're gonna to have to want to hate yourself a little bit. Just really get in there and you just wanna start flopping around and really take it. Probably a good idea to start punching yourself. This might, this might work. The red, the red yet? Yes. No. More pain. What you can also do to further damage is after you're done taking a shower, you know, that towel sure looks like a gi. Get the rub. And that's pretty much it. Once your ear finally pops this cherry, just give it about a, a week or so. Let it toughen up. Don't do anything stupid like trying to drain it. Just leave it alone. If anything, maybe sleep on it just to uh, cause more pain. You'll be well on your way to having a new friend that gets all the attention. From the ladies, they'll say sweet things like, Ew, that's so ugly. Too, you know. Oh my God, what the hell is that? And then you have your dudes that are going to be like, No, fight right. Go UFC, 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 check out that cauliflower here. Killer. So there you have it. I hope this video helps you attain the ear of your dream. If you like this video, give it a big old thumbs up. Share it with anybody you think it'll help. And make sure you subscribe for next week's video. I will see you next time on White Belt Wednesday. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Bro, you fight. <laughs> That's what That's you what did. I'm <laughs> So it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's silly. There are people out there who, who see that as like, it, 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 uh, it's a display of, of uh, you know, don't mess with me. Right. But it's and legitimately, if you do see somebody with cauliflower, and, you know, you're, you, it, it is an indication of maybe you don't want to tangle with that guy. You know, like some, some 40 year old guy sitting at the bar with cauliflower ears and you're, you're, you know, a, a, a freaking a drunk, uh, fraternity guy maybe maybe you know maybe you don't know the signs but you should so, <laughs> don't um don't mess with cauliflower ears oh you know just know what you're getting into uh, i um i did have like a, a brush with it where i was like worried like like he was saying like you get your head in, in somebody's like somebody's squeezing your head in the triangle legs yeah and, in the triangle 
and I've been in, in a triangle and I, I, you know, yanked my head out and I definitely feel, uh, felt, uh, some pain in my ear and I was like, oh crap, you know, and I, I was touching my ear. I'm like, okay, I think it's okay. You know, but it hurt. My ear hurt you know, for like a day. I kept an eye on it. I'm like, oh, I think it's going to be all right. You know, it didn't have any swelling, but it hurt, you know? So, so you, you could have, you could, you, you were starting maybe the beginnings of cauliflower ear and you could have really developed a yeah, good gonna, one if you had just continued to dive head first into everything and use your head for everything and sleep on it and punch it. And yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to avoid it. That's probably um, as much probably as possible. But thing, if it, yeah. you know, if it happens, you know, if I, <laughs> but I mean, if it, ha- if I end up with you know some damage, I'm going to immediately try to, you know, drain it or go to the doctor and try to you know, minimize the, not, yeah. Yeah. You know, but if it happens, it's going to happen. I mean, it is a, it's a, it is a uh, thing that happens, but I'll try to avoid it while others are actually trying to get it. Like that guy was joking around, obviously, but it's people are, it's a thing. People are like, oh yeah, I got cauliflower. It's super cool, you know? Cool for them, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what else? I think that's it for for this one. Do you want to do a third? (laughs) Uh, Not right now. No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, James. Thanks again for coming back yeah. again. I had a lot of fun. I, I know that uh, I probably didn't, uh, you know, I just sort of babbled to talk about jujitsu, which is no, it's good. Probably not the most interesting thing for all the nerds out there, but it's you know, I guess for me, I'll, whenever I'm into something, I'm nerdy. I'm nerdy about it, right? So I'm nerdy about jujitsu right now. Well, you know, lots of uh, you know, nerdy action comic book movie feature science fiction stuff you know it's people are fighting and there's a lot of martial arts and and uh so you got you talked about that except real it's real yeah <laughs> like you, Cauli- can, re- cauliflower you can you can get real like permanently damaged <laughs> and yeah. some people so do it like, on purpose I, yeah i mean i think it's one of those things you, you definitely don't want cauliflower here but if you end up with it there's at least one good thing about it is people who know are going to be like, Oh yeah, that guy. Um, I'm not going to mess with him. I don't want to, yeah. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't mess with that guy with the bad ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just a word of the wise, right? If yep. You're getting mouthy to somebody messed up ears. Uh, maybe, maybe not, maybe don't get mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> don't go swinging on somebody with messed up ears. Good so, advice. Thank you, James. Yeah. Well, now now is the part of the show where you ask me where they can find us. Dude, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, James. Hippie, dude. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protimail.com. And don't forget, hashtag cancel nerdburger. Join us next week on Nerdburger when Matthew returns to try to give me cauliflower ear and sweat in my eye you guys should do that you should do that man we'll probably just drink bourbon and talk about poker and james bond and building information modeling you know fun stuff